0: On this week's episode of Hey Sis, Eat This, Courtney joins me in Dallas after our whirlwind 10-day stint in Los Angeles, involving cooking, a graduation party, and countless interviews. Then we are joined by the Edwards siblings, whose mama Anne was a famous local evening news anchor in Buffalo, New York. This charismatic mama was tough as nails when it came to finishing your plate and following the rules. She always filled a room with lots of laughter and bellies with her frozen yogurt pies. So get ready because we are live in five, four, three.
1: Grab your fork and grab your knife. Morning, afternoon, and night. Mama's recipe and mine. We're about to have a good time. Hey sis, eat this. Hey sis, eat this.
0: Woo-hoo.
2: Hey, sis. Hey, sis. Or should I say, howdy, sis. You should welcome to Swelter hot Hot You Thank you. It's been a
0: warm, hot welcome. It sure has. It's been muggy, too. Oh, gosh. It is. It's something else. Here. I might need to wear my sweat vest all day. I know. <laughs> well, or take multiple showers. Maybe we could do this from the pool. Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be more fun. Well,
2: it's good to be here.
0: It is. We had a whirlwind of oh a week, God. 10 days of L.A., fun, yeah. games, food.
2: Five interviews.
0: Oh, my gosh. That lots was of
2: technical difficulties. Very
0: stressful. Yeah. two Like we did two a days, like right. two in a row. That
2: was too much. It was too much. But we did get to finally cook together yes. again, which was good. And we made some good stuff.
0: We did. I think one of our standout dishes was the pasta that we made from the random man at Santa Monica seafood, giving us mushrooms in the parking lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a standout dish. That was a (laughs) funny story too. We were at Santa Monica seafood discussing which fish we were going to buy. And we were talking about lobster tails and Mm -hmm. this very kind gentleman overheard us and started to join in our conversation about food and cooking. And we were, you know, chatting him up. And then we, went to our car with, we had our, my daughters, we had Reagan and Vivi with us. We get to the car and I see this man chasing us down in the <laughs> parking lot and he hands me a bag of mushrooms, <laughs> a kind that I'd never seen before. For a moment, I thought they might've been magic mushrooms, but- Well, the
0: girls thought they were poisonous. Right. They're, They're like, like, don't Mom, take
2: them. Mommy, don't cook with those. We're like, but okay. they were actually beach <laughs> mushrooms. They're like a Japanese type of mushrooms. There's a Japanese name for them that I can't pronounce, right. but they call them beach mushrooms. And so- So we just sauteed them up with some asparagus and garlic and white Mm -hmm. wine and olive oil and made a really delicious pasta. Yes.
0: I mean, maybe we should start doing that more often. Like if we interact with someone Mm -hmm. at the grocery, which we frequently do. Yeah. Maybe we should start getting an extra something or other and be like, here's this zucchini.
2: Right. Right. Just. Handing up, Here, here's a loaf like, of bread. Just hand out food to our friends that we see at the grocery store. Yeah, that we the, that the friends that we make, the friends that we make, and yeah. be like,
0: "Hey, make something with this and tag, hey sis." Hmm, that
2: could be that could be an idea. I like it. Well, we need to tag our friend, the mushroom man, because yeah. uh, that was Do really you good. Know the
0: mushroom man, and I had
2: not cooked with beach mushrooms before, so I was excited to, um, to add that to my to my belt. And then we rolled into sixth grade graduation and we had a big party at our house. Yes. I want to give a shout out to chef Shane Fatimian who Mm -hmm. catered our party and he's a private chef and he also is a consultant for all of the Soho houses around the world. And he's an incredible um, chef with a a bit of a Mediterranean, Eastern European sort of background. Like he's from, he's... He's Iranian, but his food is very Mediterranean. It was incredible. His standout dish, I have to mention, was this orzo that mom keeps thinking there's curry in it. I think it was saffron. Oh, Um, It is delicious with sun-dried tomatoes, artichokes and olives. And we're going to have to have him on and have him share that recipe because Mama Ashley won't stop talking about it.
0: (laughs) Well, I was so impressed with just the presentation of his work. Like this cheese plate was just stunning. And just all the different—it
2: was like a cornucopia elements. of food on my counter. It was just like there was just
0: oh, beautiful just mounds
2: of salads and yeah. This definitely and go check
0: him out on Instagram because his yes. stuff is like inspiring.
2: I think it's just Chef Shane F at Chef Shane F is in Frank. Yeah, awesome. Mom and Dwight stayed. Lance and I flew home. And how how was that? Yeah, I had family at my house for like 20 days. Um, It was great. It was fun. Well, you know, the U S open was going on. Mm -hmm. So basically big D just sat around the couch and watched the U S open and took his notes and played, you know, (laughs) gambled with the fantasy golf. He and Jason talked about fantasy golf the whole time. Um, But on Saturday, Jason went to the open. And so mom and big D and the kids, we all stayed back. And and my friend, miss Ashley came over and her husband. So we made burgers and Mm -hmm. we made all sorts of stuff. And, um, I heated the pool. So I was like, I was like, mom, I'm going to go put my bathing suit on. And she was like in the middle of making this insane banana cake that we'll mm-hmm. get into in a minute and she's like oh okay you're gonna go put your suit on well I gotta go upstairs and do a cleanup on all seven if you know what I mean and <laughs> she like pointed to her groin as if she needed to um a cooter cleanup a cooter cleanup like a shave <laughs> or something so I died I was like god I've never heard it I've never heard it oh said that way before god. um but she, I guess she did her cleanup because we did all go get in the pool and oh my god but yeah, it was fun with mom and Big D and we made our famous Haysis Bloody Marys that I think we're going to have mm. to put up on the site because we made them for a couple people while you were in yeah. town and everybody keeps saying they're the best Bloody Marys they've ever had.
0: I think the key is a lot of Woosti, a lot of Wooster Like you want it to be dark. Lots of that and a lots of lemon and lime fresh. Mm-hmm. And no horseradish. Mm-mm. There's no horseplay going on there. No horsey. No, we'll put it up. It's delish. Maybe we should have one later.
2: <laughs> hmm, sounds good to me. But I want to go back to the banana cake mm-hmm. because you've told me about this banana cake. Yeah. I think she made it for Mother's... No, I don't remember. Or it's something. a panty dropper though. Okay, so you were talking about it. So I had all these real ripe bananas in my on my kitchen counter and mom's like... Mm-hmm. Courtney, I think I'll make that banana cake because your bananas are going bad. And I said, okay, sure. And so the next thing I know, she's in my pantry whipping up this, whipping up that. And I look over and this she has made this gorgeous cake. Mm. And with this cream cheese frosting. Mm -hmm. Oh, Whitney, you've had it. It I have. God. I mean, in each slice weighs about three pounds. Right. I mean, it is decadent AF. But- Good Lord, was it it's good. So I ate good. every single bite. Miss Ashley and I were like, oh, we're just going to split. No, we're not going to. We're having a whole piece to ourselves. <laughs> it was major.
0: Well, she was telling me yesterday, she's like,
2: well, yeah, I made that banana
0: cake. It was so good. But, you know, Vivi said, I don't like bananas. So she didn't eat it, but she kept going in there and sticking her finger in that ice. And I said, Vivi, <laughs> just go get a piece. Don't you get an- putting your finger in there. Come on now.
2: <laughs> she did. I know. I saw her walk <laughs> off with the piece and it's just with just, you know, you could see the fingers scraped right. of the cream cheese. I mean, that cream cheese frosting is makes it because you, I mean, my bananas were really ripe. So the cake actually was super moist and really sweet, I bet. but so like spongy mm. and moist. And then you put that sour cream cheese frosting mm. on there. And oh my God, it was good. So we have to get that one up on our website. Oh
0: yeah. Let's do it.
2: So who are we having on today?
0: Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, with the amount of interviews and like editing and the listenings we need to do, it's just, it's crazy over here, but we are having the Edward siblings on and they are
2: hilarious. I mean, these two Mm -hmm. are something else. Um, uh, what do i say all i all, all i'll tell you to tee up this interview is that whitney and i were listening i was in i was in palm desert um, for memorial day weekend whitney was in dallas and we were both laying out by pools and we had our <laughs> earpod airpods in and we were listening to the to the episode and it's raw format and my family kept looking over at me <laughs> like I was a lunatic because I was cackling like a hyena yes. and crying, laughing so hard from listening to this episode. Yeah. And my husband's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm listening to your boy, Jamie. Right. Jamie's podcast. Cause it's, he happens to be friends with my husband.
0: So, well, Lance comes out. Yeah. I was in the living room and he's like, What the hell are you watching? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm listening to the episode and I'm dying. He's like, God. Yeah. It must be a really funny one. It so, really is a funny one. So, I don't think we need to say anything more else other either. than These guys are
2: hilarious. We love you. Thank you for coming on.
0: Yeah. Let's get into it. Awesome. Hey, sis.
2: Hey, sis.
0: So today on Hey Says Eat This, we would like to welcome two siblings who are originally from Buffalo, New York. They are here to chat with us about food, family, and of course their lovely mama, Anne.
2: Yeah. Jamie and his wife, Elise, are very good friends of ours. And my husband, Jason, recruited Jamie, I think, on the golf course, needless to say, to come on. Since so you have to come on the podcast. And when he said Jamie would come on, I was ecstatic because I've uh, Jamie's one of the funniest guys I know. And um, a little bit about Jamie. He is a serial social impact entrepreneur. He's a founder on a mission to humanize healthcare, which is an incredibly benevolent line of work since healthcare is in dire need of humanizing in this country. Yes. Um, he's currently the chief platform officer and partner at Startup Health the largest digital health ecosystem in the world. So it's very cool. But first and foremost, he's a father to sweet Mira and lovely Ethan and husband to, like I said, my one of my favorite people, his wife, Elise. So welcome, Jamie.
1: So great to be here, Courtney. And the funny part, I don't know what I'm going to do
0: about that. It's like a I lot know. of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> we, like, we like to start with the pressure. We are also joined by... Jessica, Jamie's sister, and she is a gynecologist and a lifestyle medicine specialist. And I find this particularly interesting. Her specialty is helping women feel good during perimenopause. And I think Courtney and I are on our way there. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Sorry, Jamie. We might have a few questions. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. We can dive into that. It's
1: been like a yeah, whole I mean, life. Of- he's in health, <laughs> so it's
0: all yeah. a part of it. And it's true. This summer, she's going to be offering individual and group coaching. So that's going to be really exciting for you. And I would like to say that I have a product that I'm trademarking. I've said it on the podcast before. It's called the sweat vest, Jess. (laughs) And I use it. My sister uses it. You know, you get those night sweats when you're going through all of that. I did IVF for three years. The night sweats were out of
2: control. So. I didn't go through IVF. The night sweats are still out of control. (laughs) Yeah. So you line your, you know,
0: Pajamas, tank top, whatever, with a towel. I suggest a hand towel. I think it works best to soak up the boob sweat. And then you might also need to use one in between your legs if there's sweat that happens there too. So I'm going to, I'm going to, towel diaper. I'm going to start the line of sweat vests and they're going to be interchangeable and you can take them out and they'll attach to your different pajamas and So I I think it might be something you might want to incorporate into your program when it's ready to go. I think
3: it's (laughs) fantastic. Women will love it.
0: Yeah. By the way, I mean,
1: I know you guys think this is just a feminine product, but I'm kind of getting excited (laughs) about it.
3: I I think Jamie could use a sweat diaper.
1: (laughs) I could use a sweat diaper, right? We got sweat down there. And I'm going to tell you as you get older and, and your your lovely pectoral muscles turn the I'm thinking about I'm thinking about keeping those
4: right. I want those, to be Whitney. Cool too. This could be. A- but you're going through like menopause. There's like
3: menopause and there's menopause. <laughs> yeah. So you could market it to men.
4: Oh, oh my
2: gosh! my You just doubled I your market. we quit the podcast now and saying. go full force on we the? Just uh- got so big. I
0: love this. We're going to need to come up with a better name for the for the undercarriage.
2: Yeah, we can't call it a sweat diaper. What's the medical term for the sweat vest? Yeah, <laughs> I like sweat vest. It's just the perspiration yeah. panties.
3: <laughs> the sweat, yeah, the sweat vest is good for the top. We're going to have to think of something for the bottom. The God.
0: Yeah. That appeals yes. to yes. men and women. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing yeah. already. Per-
1: percolating privates? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Could that work? It definitely could. I think we could just call it cool
0: classic. Yes. Oh, uh, cooler. cooler. I like the alliteration. Crotch cooler. Yes.
2: Oh, my God. See, this is what happens when you have entrepreneurs on the show. <laughs> anyway, but oh, about you, the two of you. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> we want to know what is the age difference? Who's older? Jess, give us the rundown. No, so I'm older by two years. 22 months, Jessica. 22 months. Okay. Just like Courtney's kiddos.
2: Yeah. Just like my kids. So you probably grew up close and. We actually, I don't think we were very close.
0: No,
1: it was probably
2: until you went away. Actually, when you went away to college is
3: when
2: we got close. Yes, we did. Like growing up, we had very separate lives. Same. That's what happened to us. We're six years. Well, we're also here to talk about your mother, yes. Mama Anne, who I know from knowing Jamie was a bit of a uh, local celebrity in your town. Very much And, so. and very much so. So, yeah. Jamie, do you want to tell us a little bit about Mama Anne?
1: Yeah, Mama Anne is a super unique lady. Um, she was a news anchor. She actually started off as an art teacher when we were younger oh, wow. and then went to radio and then went to on-air TV news. And, um, she now sells real estate, okay. but prior to launching her real estate career, she did the, you know, six and 11 o'clock news in Buffalo, um, live at five. And sometimes Jessica and I would make our way into some of her stories. Like if there's a story about Hanukkah or Halloween, Oh, and then, then <laughs> we were
3: just talking about Halloween. We I just love talked it. about the Halloween story. What's the Halloween story? So we were talking about Mother about Halloween because there was a time to do the Halloween story and um uh, I we to a costume store and I dressed up as Boy George from Culture Club <laughs> and Jamie was Michael Jackson and he had he had everything. Yeah. He had the hair, he had a white glove, and she made him do the moonwalk and it's <laughs> oh, <Yes. laughs>
1: It's true, but I really differentiated myself,
3: court, with my dance.
0: Moves. I'm sure you did. But I'm it, sure. Like I really, I nailed them. Right, you practiced. Nailed
1: them.
3: My moonwalk was
2: hard to, hard to ignore. Yeah,
3: I would like that video. Actually, I think I could probably <gasps> get it.
2: The video. Oh please! Ooh, that'd be really oh, good. I think once you moonwalk, out. you can always moonwalk. <laughs> and at what age were you to? I was
3: probably in, in uh, the early eight, like in ninth grade. Like, Okay. Oh. It okay. was in maybe seventh or eighth grade.
0: Okay. Yeah, I graduated eighth grade in '88. All yeah. right. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your mom. Obviously, she was this local celebrity, but give us some insight into her as a person and her personality and what she was like as a mom growing up.
1: Um, I guess I, I'll start, Jess, and so maybe you go. Um, she was pretty incredible um in a lot of different ways um i think that she had a ton of personality right so walk into a room if you're on the news you knew you knew that Anna was coming in the door and um all my friends and friends parents everybody just kind of loved her from that perspective yeah um and she was also super driven Um, I think actually what she accomplished in her career was pretty incredible. Um, and, um, that was a great example that, you know, her and my dad set for us. We had two working parents. So Jessica and I kind of saw that firsthand and that was the entire, our entire lives both parents worked. So, um, that was something that we were exposed to early on from a work ethic standpoint. But she always just managed to make things fun, and I would actually say there's always a line, right? When you're having fun, (laughs) and she always she always let us cross it. (laughs) Yes, we crossed it nonstop. There's a ton of crossing the line stories, even later in life. um, uh, And you know, my parents, our parents, eventually ended up getting divorced, and there's there's a story there, but. Um, even after that, she managed to kind of always bring the fun. That's so great.
2: Sounds kind of like our household. There was a lot of line crossing for sure. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She would do
3: almost anything to get a
2: laugh. Yes. So did our dad. Oh my God.
3: He still will. She's the entertainer.
2: I love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And actually, I have a question about that. So you said she was an art teacher. So did she go to school like for communications? How did she end up going into news anchoring?
3: one day and she was standing in line behind a guy and she realized that he was a, a like a morning drive guy right. on air personality and so she asked him for a job oh And the grocery like way yes yeah, she did. No, I mean that's just how she is. Yeah. She's like constantly kind of reinventing her Wow. And so then after that she we moved to um, moved to Connecticut and she applied for a TV job. Mm-hmm. Because why not? She had already done radio, so she must be qualified. Gosh. And then by the time we moved to Buffalo, she had enough experience that she applied for a a news anchor
2: position. She must be incredibly charming, too. Yeah. She's definitely charming. Walks into a room and (laughs) wants to be a news anchor, and there you go. Right.
3: She's just really bold Mm -hmm.
2: and unafraid of
3: asking for
0: a Mm thing.
3: Like, the, every, anything is possible. I
0: love that.
2: Absolutely. Is it
1: uninhibited,
3: uninhibited, uninhibited, <laughs> uninhibited?
1: Whatever that word is, that's what I she I find is.
2: that incredibly admirable, especially from a woman, you know, from the 70s and 80s w- joining the workforce and, and, and accomplishing what she did. It's really cool. Yes.
3: You know, she, um, like, her parents came over after the war. Mm-hmm. So they were to Canada, mm-hmm. and they were, and her Parents of our oh, wow. And so they, so, I mean, this was like just her constantly reinventing herself yeah. in Canada. And then you know, she grew up there and then they moved to the States and she, she just, she's like someone that just figured stuff out.
0: That's awesome. Wow.
1: Yeah. In fact, both, both sides of the family, all grandparents were Holocaust survivors. And it's been interesting because Jessica, I, I didn't tell you this, but um, I brought home Grandma Miriam's memoir. Mm. It was about her time in the concentration camp and her life. And Mira just read it for school Oh my school, God,
2: you have and that. And is doing oh a gosh. report on it now.
1: And then our other grandparents and aunts and uncles were interviewed by the Shoah Foundation. Oh. So they were there. And so that mentality yeah. is something that I think my mom, especially my dad, too, but they both have a little piece of that, like first generation sure. post being you know, the emigration uh, happening. And Very, very powerful experience for that. There's
2: a scrappiness there. There's a drive there. There's a survival mode there. I mean, that's, yeah. Wow. You're so blessed to have those records. Truly.
0: So let's have some appetizers. One of the questions we always ask our guest is what it was like growing up around your dinner table, but it sounds like your mom was on the nightly news. So... Was she cooking dinner beforehand? Was dad at home at the helm? She she wasn't really much of like a homekeeper. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what
3: they're called. Okay. I mean she didn't you know, she she he's working all right. the time. And my dad was there a lot, but honestly, my dad traveled a lot too. And so it wasn't very com- like it wasn't very common that we would all have dinner together. Monday through Friday, she was working on my dad's traveling. So right. Was kind of fend for yourself? Um, my dad did a little bit of cooking, but it was like, I don't know. I feel like it was like a lot of hot dogs and like corn. <laughs> 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 like canned <laughs> corn? Think
2: of what else dad made.
1: All together. We just threw it all together. Hot dogs,
3: corn.
2: Frozen yeah. corn? Probably t- taught you how to cook. We didn't learn how to cook.
1: No. Yeah, so... They, we there were definitely we definitely had family dinners at, on the weekends or Friday nights or whatever it was. Now I remember sitting around. We to dinner a lot. We did go out a lot, but we did have, as you can imagine, when when you go out to dinner a lot, the food in the fridge doesn't you know stay all that well, right? Because it's just in there for a long time. So what my mom did do is it wasn't so much about dinner; it was more about like breakfast and brunch. Okay. Right. Yeah. And my mom had a creation that she called her Western omelet. Okay. And. The western omelet was literally everything that was going bad in the fridge, mixed with eggs and put into a pan. Oh, and oh, right, it was like a potpourri. You never knew <laughs> yeah. on a given weekend what you'd be getting.
0: I mean, there were always or a
3: poopery. <laughs> there was always yeah. like mushrooms and tomatoes. No one wants to eat those groceries.
0: Right, they're always there, and
3: bed. they're always
0: so good at the end of the week as after yeah. they've been sitting Climby. in the fridge.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> she loved her green, red, and yellow peppers. Mm-hmm.
3: But we had this. The so one thing that she, that she had this rule where you couldn't—this <laughs> not line up. you couldn't get up from the table till you were finished eating. Okay. And she was very serious about the rule. And so Jamie would sit there for like hours <laughs> on a Saturday morning, <laughs> like doing his homework, <laughs> sitting there by himself <laughs> with this plate of eggs in front of him.
2: So, so you didn't have to. Eat everything on your plate. You just had to be finished, but she would deem when you were finished. Yeah.
1: It was a whole plate thing, Courtney. And I got to tell you, I sat at that kitchen table. It was like a face off between oh. me and my mom sometimes. Mm. And I, I'll tell you, I'm not the most adventurous eater, right? Like Jessica is really good uh, about Jamie, eating. I know.
2: I've traveled with you before. You and my husband <laughs> both order from the kids' menu. Your wife and I, <laughs> Elise and I, split all the. Gourmet meals, and the two of them are ordering, you know, pizza and mac and cheese to split.
3: There's a famous story about my mom and Jamie at the breakfast table.
2: Oh, please tell. So
3: Jamie, because he's a picky, he's a picky eater, right? And so uh, my mom used to try to. When he was in high school, he was so skinny. Mm-hmm. He was very, very tall and very, very skinny, maybe abnormally <laughs> so. And my mother was like very concerned that he was too skinny, and so she would make him okay. So and one of the ingredients in the milkshake was was sometimes was a surprise ingredient, a raw egg. Oh, and so she would oh, put all this stuff God. in a in a southern shake shake. She'd put it on the table in front of him. And he would start to sip it, <laughs> it and like gag it, gag it <laughs> down. And this one this one time he he went to use the bathroom or the hall or something, and Jamie put the shake down the garbage disposal Uh-oh. and she and then brings the glass back and puts it on the table in front of him and pretends to have it down. And she right. he walks in and she looks at him. He's like, You drank your you drank your tea. you drank your shake. And Jamie's like <laughs> And she looks at him and she says, I think you're lying. And Jamie's like, what would I do with it? And she goes over to the sink, and she looks in the garbage disposal. And she sees that the shake is in the garbage disposal. <laughs> and she she extracts it from the garbage oh, disposal no. with a spoon. Oh, no. And puts, puts a straw in the cup and gives it that Oh, sink.
1: no. Oh, no. And? So, she, we- my mom's yeah. hardcore. My mom's bullshit meter. Like you <laughs> yeah. not get anything past this moment. Oh right? yeah. then, Like there just wasn't anything, and, and she, she let you know right. And I had to sit at uh, that table for like eight hours before that bullshit. Yeah. Oh, did oh. you vomit?
2: I would have vomited. I think. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's just cruel. Clearly, Anne does not believe in wasting food. Anne does not play. No.
1: no. 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 She does not play. She is. She is all business. Oh my gosh! So
2: she wasn't really a cook. We've established that. Interestingly enough, though,
1: she did make like a number of like dessert things. Okay. Like we, we used to make those yogurt yogurt
3: pies. Mm. Mm. Yeah, right. frozen yogurt those were or super tasty. frozen yogurt pies. but like made with oh, yogurt that you freeze with berries. Right, it's yogurt right. and whipped cream in a pie crust.
2: Okay, that might be good. a Delicious. recipe we'd like to grab from you. She would make these
1: yogurt pies from scratch. And then you guys also used to do the chocolate-covered banana. Thing. Ooh.
3: She made cream puffs.
0: Oh, Ooh, I love oh, yes. a cream puff. They were delicious.
3: Yeah. Oh, delicious cream puffs. I mean, when she actually made something,
2: it was very good. So she was more of a baker.
1: Definitely more of a baker than a
3: cook, yes. Right.
2: Yeah. Let's get on to the main course here. We want to yes. know... Ooh. I mean, you clearly have a plethora of funny family stories, but I want to, um, I know with your mother and her rigorous schedule, uh, she was very busy, but were you able to get away on family vacations, the four of you and give me some background. So the one that comes to mind about Anne was, um, <laughs> i don't know i love when siblings start giggling i know exactly what you're gonna tell. i know exactly which one you're gonna tell. no no no
4: i i'm not gonna tell that one well i, I wanna think know that, that would one. mortify her <laughs> the one i was gonna tell was the one when she got searched coming back from mexico
2: oh you could tell that one <laughs> that's kind of scary
4: we went on a family trip to mexico and um we were flying back through Kennedy, mm-hmm. I think, and we had to get our stuff and go through customs and transfer back to Buffalo. And when we went through customs, when we went to pick up our bags, there was this like very cute little white dog, like a little Maltese or something that was sniffing around and came up and took a special interest in my okay. mother. Oh, no. And oh, no. of course, my mother.
2: That was, was the like, search dog, a Maltese? It was like Mexico. a little white <laughs> No, it was, it, was it was a Kennedy. It was a Kennedy. It was a Kennedy. Oh, my God. So never heard he's a...
4: playing with a dog. We go, we get our bags. We go to customs and, and this man comes over and he's like, ma'am, you're going to have to come with me. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, what do you mean I have to go with you? And he's like, ma'am, I'm going to I'm going to have to take you and search you. But uh, like the dog sniffed, sniffed something on you. And my mother was not having it. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, she had just done in the year before a news story on a local uh, Buffalo band that wrote this song called Drug Free America. Okay. <laughs> oh and there was God. this, there was this music video, and they went on tour. And she was like, I mean, as you can imagine, you don't break laws, we right? We're
1: a super anti-drug family. <laughs> Very anti-drug. <Super laughs> drug
4: Member of Mad. The whole thing. <laughs> if
1: you wanted judgy people about drugs, we were the.
4: She was like. You know, she did stories about drunk drivers and mad and she was like the most anti-drug person you could, you could meet and very vocal about it. And so when this guy tried to take her to search her and she said, well, I don't understand what that dog is looking for. And he said, drugs. She like, she lost her shit. I mean, she was not, no, she got mad. Oh my God. (laughs) She got mad and she was And she was like, you're not going to search me in front of my children. I don't do drugs. Oh <laughs> I mean, we had to, like, calm her down because I thought she was going to get arrested. Oh, my God. Ultimately, yeah. we convinced her she just needed to go and be searched. And and he, what basically happened was they told her that she must have um, sat in a seat on the airplane that, like, somebody had sat in before her. What? That was carrying something. Did they do,
2: like, the strip search and everything? They took her, <gasps> yeah. They took her to research. That's hard to but recover was, from. I mean, she was furious. I mean, we were joking about it after. I
3: was like, "Mom,
2: full body cavity?" Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. He was. Yeah, shut up, Jamie. Oh my god. That, that's, yeah. that's brutally
4: violating. My god. That was a good I mean, that was a good family trip memory. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah,
1: so? So there's an, I guess, I guess, Jessica, we have problems <laughs> at borders, is probably a theme.
4: Oh, yes! <laughs> no, this is good.
1: This is a good story. And Jessica, you're going to have to fill in some of the details here, because only certain parts of it are clear to okay. me. Um, so we lived on the border in Buffalo between Canada and the United okay. States. And our, my grandmother lived in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. My grandparents lived in Toronto. Other grandparents were in Montreal, so we were constantly crossing the border. In fact, some nights there was great Chinese, going back to the food thing, there was great Chinese food in Fort and Canada. Yeah, we, we would on for
3: food. Across
1: the border, to this place called Happy Jack's mm-hmm. to go get Chinese food. Okay. So one of those nights, we're driving across the border, and I think we were coming back
4: from mm-hmm. dinner. I think one of my friends was with us, wasn't yes. Corey was with us. I
1: think Corey was with us. And my mom pulls up to the booth and we hand our passports over. And all of a sudden I hear her go, excuse me? Oh, God. She's like, I am not a prostitute. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs>
4: no. She, what happened is she has, she's a Canadian citizen. Uh-huh. She had a photocopy of her green card. She did not have her legit green mm-hmm. card. And so he, she handed him a, um, A photocopy of her green card, because that's all she had. It with her in the car, and she couldn't get into the country otherwise. And so he said, "Man, this is illegal." And I, you know, we could prosecute. Um, (laughs) Prosecute, prosecute. And she said, "Are you calling me a (laughs) prosecutor?" And 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 he did not back down. Oh. And she did not back down. Oh. And I and we had to get out of the car like we, we had way, to. There's
1: one thing you don't do at <laughs> the Border Patrol. Seriously.
4: Right. 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 And there we were, me and Jamie and my friend from high school, Corey. And they like called her. Poor Corey. Her. <laughs> <laughs> you're
2: like, there's mom again at the with the Border Patrol. Sorry, Corey. This happens to us all the time. <laughs> they took her inside
4: and we sat outside for an hour and then she came back out. It was more okay. than an hour. It might have have been a while. scary. It might have been a while.
2: And you're like telling Corey, you're like, she's just getting strip searched again. (laughs) I know, I should pick Corey up. Yeah. We called Corey's parents.
1: Come pick up Corey. We were still sitting
0: there going like another three hours. Oh, my
2: my gosh. As she's just battling back and forth with, you know, I'm not a prostitute. I'm not. Yeah. 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 Oh, Oh, your mom is a character. His
0: parents are probably like, you're never going to eat Chinese food with them again.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that was the last time. Bye, bye, Happy Jack. (laughs) I know who I don't want to cross borders with. You shouldn't travel internationally with Anne. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I mean, there's another somewhat embarrassing story which will probably kill me for telling.
2: Yeah, go ahead. We can always cut it. All right. I
4: know which one you're going to. I'm going
1: to. I'll we'll do this. So,
4: were you there for this story, or is this one of the stories I was? No, I was there. I was in the
1: car. Okay. Okay. So we were visiting you, Jessica and Charlotte.
4: Oh my lord, she is going to kill you. <laughs> and now you have to tell
1: her. And Charlotte, and Charlotte, and my mom um, needed to um, go get a prescription filled at the local Uh-oh. pharmacy. We go and we pull into the parking lot. My mom's just like, oh, "I've got to go to the bathroom." So she goes in to go to the bathroom, and then Jessica's <laughs> Jessica's husband who fits in with the family perfectly from the standpoint of his sense of humor, calls the pharmacy and says, I'd like to alter her prescription that she's picking up.
4: He's a doctor.
1: And he's a doctor. And he basically changed the prescription so it was herpes medication. And then she went to go up there and get it. She, she had to go through the whole thing for like therapy saying, like, oh Ann Edwards, this is what you're doing. Have yeah, you gotten this medication before? You're okay. like, so, in the car mean.
0: crying. Dying. But the story gets better. As it always does with Anne. So she
1: comes back into the car and she's holding her underwear. <laughs> she's holding her underwear. Now, by the way, traumatic for a son to see his mom holding her. Collar. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. She gets in the car. We're like, "Mom, what happened?" She's like, "Well, first I had to get the prescription, and they thought I had herpes." So we're crying at this point. We think this is the funniest thing: two slice bread. Then she's like, "I went to the bathroom, and you know how sometimes you." You hook your underwear while you're pulling your pants down before you go to the bathroom. I'm like, I I don't know about the hooking mom, but I know you pull your pants down before you go to the bathroom. And she's like, well, I mishooked and I just pulled my pants down and I still have my underwear on when I went to the bathroom. (laughs) And we are at this point... I don't, I don't, we couldn't even speak we were like all out of breath dying with laughter and I was like I don't even know where to take it from here so she takes her thumb which she had then like washed out in the sink in the bathroom and she put it on the no. mirror no is that your version of fuzzy dice like you're gonna leave in there and so she pulls out and she goes uh, and I love
2: she she led with the herpes story she's like well first they thought I had herpes <laughs> <laughs> then I peed on myself
1: <laughs> so uh, there's a quintessential Anne story like oh. leaning in and crossing a line and making oh, us all God laugh God damn I love was probably, Anne so much I need to party she just
0: throw her underwear away that's yeah. not how
3: she <laughs> Whitney, that's a great question. Because
0: he doesn't want to waste it. It wasn't
2: poo. I mean, yeah. you, just a little pee
0: is going to wash off. I just, I don't know. cleaned the sink already. If I could walk yeah. out of the CVS with my black thong in All my hand. All I
1: had to do was dry.
0: Because he does not waste anything. Like everything can be saved, sure. everything can be yeah. repurposed. Oh my God. I mishooked.
3: hooked.
2: <laughs> 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 Oh, that is an incredible oh, wow. story. Oh, that's incredible.
0: Yeah.
2: This tees up the next question okay. perfectly. Do you want to ask it I, me? I mean, I do.
0: I need, to, I need to hear because this...
2: Speaking of is herpes. Did I provide a great segue to the next
0: question? One thing leads to the other. So yeah. tell us a little bit about how Mama Anne handled the sex talk.
1: Okay. Um, our family is incredibly open. Mm-hmm. So at the dinner table, we had sex talk like all the time. On the night. weekends When we were actually having dinner as a family, it was like <laughs> one of the primary topics of discussion.
4: There was no specific sex talk. It was just um, all the time.
3: Ongoing. Like, there, it was just yeah. ongoing.
4: Oh, and chapters. It, and it often, there were, there were though um, Sunday morning discussions. It was Saturday yeah. morning or Sunday morning where we would all get into her bed and we would talk about things mm-hmm. like drugs or alcohol or and sex. Um, sex. <laughs> Not weird at all.
2: Kids, come on in. We're going to have a serious discussion. This is what would happen. let cuddle up. And Today then. talking
0: about oral sex.
1: Jessica, before we continue. Jessica and I had rooms that were next to each other in the house. So I would start walking down the hallway. Jessica would kind of get in line. We'd walk in there together. We're like, what is it going to be this morning?
3: And my dad would leave. My dad would leave. So it was, right. he
4: was and not she present. Like,
2: Have you ever heard about herpes? <laughs> no, <laughs> yes.
4: No. all of the STDs. I mean, all of it. What age is this? Oh, this is like oh. in seventh grade. No, nice was, grade, no, yeah. before oh. that I was in like, I was in seventh grade. Jamie was in fifth grade. That's when I remember.
0: Okay. It. Okay. Oh my God. Well, she was just an yeah. open book.
2: Don't you appreciate that now? I mean,
0: God, I do because we did
2: not get that. Yeah. Was about was all, like of the opposite. all of it. All of it. Wow. There was no talking about anything, you know.
1: We had, there was literally no modesty in our house. Like, it was like a, it was like yeah. a nudist colony.
2: You know, we walked around naked. It was a
4: very
0: free household. Oh, I would have loved that. Doors were yeah. open for and everything. He
1: would have fit right in. Actually, I would say it was like a nudist colony, but the only one who was in food was my mom. It <laughs> <laughs> was a new
0: misconduct
2: uh, for moms. No. Oh Dad, <laughs> Dad would walk around. like a great house. Yeah, I guess that's true. Dad would walk no, around. Dad would
4: walk around naked. With no undies? <laughs> Maybe his underwear, but that was it.
0: Like all over the I house, mean, I, outside, inside. Yeah.
1: Waiting if you're curious, he was a tidy waiting guy.
0: Okay, yeah, <laughs> as was ours. Still is. <laughs> Yeah, Nothing yeah. gets between Glenn and his Calvin Kleins.
2: <laughs> well Whitney had to Whitney Whitney got in trouble when she was like twelve or thirteen. My she's walking through the house naked and my dad's like, Whitney, this is ridiculous. You need to put clothes on. You're too old now, you know. So And I told him Definitely
0: I'll try. We've had that discussion in our house. I had brawn panties on, but yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Still that's, as a dad, you don't want to see that.
0: I know. And, <laughs> and it was probably like Victoria's secret. Cause I was like, Ooh, I want, I want cute bras and panties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. This oh, is great. Yeah. Oh, well, gosh.
1: <laughs> so that's sex talk. It was just omnipresent. Uh,
0: I actually yeah. have to ask though too, like, w- was it instructional or just like, yeah. it
1: was like super conversational it wasn't I mean, was at attached to it. It wasn't like,
0: and she brought it up.
1: Yeah. She'd be like, "Are kids in your class having sex?" Blank, 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 and it was like, "Oh, like, you know, are they practicing safe?" Sex? It was like just very matter. Yeah. Fact. Very
0: educational. Yeah. yeah. I think that's actually d- amazing. It was excellent. I do too. Yeah. It, yeah. Was it was excellent. It was excellent.
2: I. <laughs> uh. Okay, I want to know who was the biggest troublemaker in the family, besides Anne, obviously, I'll with be. all of her. But I mean, of the kids. Who was the biggest troublemaker between the two of you? And is there any sort of instance that you can recall? Worst offender? Of getting into bad trouble. It, Wait, Jamie, who's went. the worst offender? It, what?
0: You're on crack.
2: <laughs> I was like the most
1: beautiful son on the face of the planet.
3: I am such a rule what? follower. Oh, my
1: God. I did never did anything that?
3: wrong. No. Oh.
1: I don't know if you're remembering things <laughs> right. I would tell you that both Jessica and I were probably overly good kids.
4: We got, um, we, I can tell you this. We got grounded once for a year.
0: And a it year. literally lasted for the entire year. We well, probably didn't even do anything <laughs> oh because Anne we sounds like she was super no, strict.
4: we couldn't watch TV and we couldn't talk on the phone to our friends. Oh, do you, you want to know year.
1: why? Do you want to know why? This yes. is actually a good yeah. story.
4: This is the most trouble oh. we got into. So we had nannies growing up. We loved our
1: nannies. They became members of the family um, and they were living. So we had a third floor our house. and They
3: lived in like a, a room upstairs on the third floor.
1: So one time we had gone to see Beverly Hills Cop yes. with our nanny.
4: <laughs> no, 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 Let me tell, let me, let me tell the story. Anne had a rule that you could not see a movie, see a movie twice. twice that it was it oh, was wasteful rule. financially it wasn't i don't know why uh, but you were only allowed to see a movie once and so we all went to see beverly hills cop as a family and it was mm-hmm. uh, summer vacation and our uh nanny said what do you want to do today and jamie and i like oh i don't really know and we we jamie i think it was jamie's idea we decided to go see beverly hills cop 2 again and we took another friend of mine from school. Corey. Different, different friend. Corey. was not Corey. Corey was, Corey's not was, hanging out with y'all anymore. It was anymore. not allowed. Corey was done by that point.
1: Yeah.
4: Corey's parents didn't allow him anymore after that. <laughs> it was my friend, Laura. And so we went to see the movie. Everything was fantastic. We get home. My mother asks what we did. We told her we went roller skating. And, oh, um, no. And, and, and life was good for about two weeks. At which point, my mother ran into Laura's mother at the grocery store. Oh. And, oh, and yeah. Laura's mother said, oh, thank you so much for taking Laura to the movies. And my mom's like, oh. What are you talking about? We didn't, we, haven't, we haven't seen Laura lately. We haven't taken her to the movies. And she said, oh, no. She went to the movies with Jessica and Jamie a few weeks ago. They saw Beverly Hills Cop 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And so, of course, my mother comes home. And she said, I have a question. I ran into Laura's mother and she said the strangest thing to me. This is how she operates. She like tries right, yeah. to like, oh, she said the strangest yeah. thing that certainly couldn't be, be true. Right, exactly. Like testing yeah. us.
2: Giving you the benefit of the doubt.
4: She said that you went to see this movie, but I told her that you guys went roller skating and that you would never lie about that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, bum, bum, bum. And, you know, we can't really lie at that point. So we admitted it and she grounded us for a year. And it literally a lasted
2: year? A, year. a year. Good God. You couldn't watch TV for a year? Or talk on the telephone. Holy cow. Wow. What? What? How old were you? Mm. I
4: was sixth grade, sixth and seventh Yeah, I was in, in like eighth
2: grade. I think I was in eighth grade.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Gosh. I feel like she actually did herself a disservice with that punishment because, <laughs> you know, there's... <laughs> She could have gotten you to go to the grocery store or gotten y'all out of her hair for a little bit. She
4: was very much, she follows, like, everyone has to follow the rules. She
1: understood also that I think as a parent, right, like, sometimes we let kids out of things because it's easier for us as parents.
0: Right. She did not do that. She (laughs) leaned in. She's like,
1: I don't care if I have to drive Jamie around for the next year. He's not getting, I took away his car keys, right? Or whatever it was. She, you just knew exactly where you mm-hmm. stood at all times, and that's why I think we don't have a lot of stories about us doing bad things in <laughs> yeah, like,
2: Right.
4: Yeah. Living a life of
2: fear.
3: That was the last yeah. bad thing we did.
2: Yeah. Well, it also seems like she does everything to the fullest. You know, she's right. this charismatic woman. She's a go-getter. She's, you know, has her career. She works hard. She, tri- she took y'all to incredible places. She grounded the shit out of you. You know, right. she just... Has a passion for life. It seems like
1: Well, she does, and she clearly had a passion for us. I think in the best mm-hmm. sense of that word. Like she, right, yeah. you know, she wanted us to, grow to, raise up, to be kids. successful, upstanding leaders in our mm-hmm. communities, and mm-hmm. I think she got that right. Um, which you are, yeah. And uh, but you know that means that you know childhood wasn't always easy, although we made light of a lot of it.
4: Oh, she yeah. used to make oh, us is great. This was this also. Whenever Jamie and I got into a fight, if we got into a fight publicly
0: <laughs> In public? If we
4: got into a fight in public, she would make us hug each other and kiss each other for like thirty seconds.
0: Oh go. my god, on the lips.
3: In, yes. front in front of everybody. Everybody. Oh, god. She's like,
1: I did not birth both of you for you not to love each other?
2: Oh my God. Oh, that's incredible. I'm going to use that on my kids. That is so yep. good. I mean, this is like when we yeah. were in like seventh and eighth grade. I mean, good. it was embarrassing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a problem.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: we Ann. like, oh, Anne. I mean, did she's your, a riot.
0: Were your, was there talk at school like, oh, I saw Jessica and Jamie kissing the other day at the mall? <laughs> They knew, she was, they knew how she was.
2: It's exactly what happened. I feel like we're just scratching the surface <laughs> with Anne and yes. you two little devils. Um, you two little kissing siblings. <laughs> <laughs> Does all she right. still make you do that? Um,
4: <laughs> she hasn't lately, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But she would. She would if we had a fight. She would do that.
0: Oh, I, I, I do not doubt her yeah. one bit.
2: Well, we've heard so many great stories here today, so let's move on to dessert, and that's what we like to call rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have some dessert with some rapid fire questions. Jamie, what's one word to describe your mom?
1: Lovacious. Uh,
2: <laughs> vivacious. She certainly sounds like it. Jessica? Um,
4: she is, she's just like off the charts.
2: <laughs> I love it's it. It's extreme. 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 I love yeah. it. That makes for a fun that makes for a fun life.
0: <laughs> Jess, who is her favorite?
2: Me.
3: Yes. <laughs> oh, Jamie's agreeing. I'm joking. I you know, she we loves usually, us both, yeah. but
4: but we just have different relationships.
2: And and, and at different parts in our
4: lives, they've been
2: different. Jamie, who makes your mom laugh the most? Oh, that's
1: hard because whenever we're together, there's just a lot of them laughing. Um, I think I'm funnier than Jessica. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's true.
1: That's um, true. But um, I think that we've managed to have a lot of fun during what were actually some pretty tough times. I mean, we didn't delve into it a lot on this podcast, yeah. but my parents' divorce and everything that happened there. Um, we used humor a lot. I think as a coping mechanism, chose to laugh about a lot of stuff instead of cry about it. So um, I think that's why I've like always been so focused on funny.
0: Jessica, who yeah. pisses her off the most?
2: Jamie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a knack for it, Jamie? Yeah, look. You know I how mean, to get I under think, her skin?
1: Um, I, were, to a certain degree, we're pretty similar. Very similar. And you know what? I, I you got to give my mom a lot of credit. She's been through a lot over the course of the last however many years. You know, she mm-hmm. um, is a breast cancer survivor. Now, oh, wow. She only has Parkinson's. Um Hmm. but she is tough as nails. She's a fighter, yeah. Despite all that stuff, she is she perseveres.
2: Last question, Jamie. Um what's the best advice you've gotten from Mama Mm -hmm. Ann?
1: Um I don't know if it's as much advice like a phrase, it's more like an example Mm -hmm. that she said, Mm -hmm. Um She's always taught us to go after what we want, that Mm -hmm. nothing is off the table. Um, and then if you really want something, all you have to do is work hard enough to go out there and achieve it.
4: Jessica, what about you? I would agree with Jamie. I think that she has this like ment- this mentality that anything is possible. I love and, that. and she just really, you know, she constantly figured shit out. Like there's yeah. a problem, there's a solution. And so everything just became possible. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. You just have to figure out a way to do it. You have to, and, and it may be uncomfortable and it might be hard work and it might be all mm-hmm. of those things. But there's there's really nothing that's going to hold you back.
2: Um, if there's a will, yeah. there's a way. Well, she sounds phenomenal. You yes. guys are phenomenal human beings. And I we really, really thank you for opening up and sharing with us. The good, the bad, all of it, the fun, the funny. It's all good Um, stuff. So fun. Thank you for having us.
1: And I'm happy that Jessica was here to make sure I got my story straight.
4: Seriously. (laughs) I don't know how mom's going to feel about these stories. but Trust me, Jessica, we'll hear about it. We'll hear about it. It's okay. okay. So that's that with Jamie.
0: (laughs) We tell tell stories on our mom all the time on this podcast, and she's constantly like... (laughs) I did not oh, yeah. like y'all sharing that last week. We're like, <laughs> I, I did not need uh, y'all talking about uh, my colonoscopy. Yeah. And I'm like,
2: sorry. You uh, know. See,
0: I will. Um, I,
1: by the way, can we have a whole session on colonoscopies? I am so uh, down
2: <laughs> on colonoscopies. Dude, I just received the medicine yesterday from CVS. I'm scared. Oh, wait, don't oh, my be first scared,
1: one. Courtney. It's the best. <laughs>
2: I've I know. Never I can't wait to go under.
3: That
2: before. <laughs> oh, Whitney. I'm gonna have a flat tummy, and then I get to. Go nighty night, you know. So, <laughs> you wake up and you eat whatever you want, you get your favorite food. That's right. Uh, yeah, oh like, you know, you understand
1: why Michael Jackson kind of did the propofol thing. After you had, I know, I mean, I, I, I
2: really do, I really do. Um, yeah, we're back so to Michael anyway. Jackson.
0: I love it. <laughs> yeah.
2: full circle. Bring it full, I mean, full circle. circle,
1: Whitney. Let's bring it back home.
2: Yes, well. For our listeners, I want to reiterate: Jamie is a phenomenal photographer, so you must check out his Instagram at Jamie Edwards on Instagram and Twitter. And Jessica, what? Where can we find um, information about your classes? So I
4: have a website: it's JessicaEdwardsMD.com, and then I believe I'm on Instagram, or I'm going to start being on Instagram <laughs> shortly. It's uh, J Edwards MD.
1: Great. Jessica, what type of pictures will you have for a peri- <laughs> perimenopausal Instagram?
4: Um, I'm inter- going to
2: feature the crotch That's cooler prominently yeah, on right. my website. <laughs> yeah. Whitney and I will model for you. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I just got and Jamie, this kitchen.
0: Jamie will be wearing the, the crotch cooler.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, We'll be like doing <laughs> um, selfies. Yes. Exactly. We'll have Jamie be the photographer. We'll all put on our sweat vests, crotch coolers, all of the yep. Actually let's all
0: get into bed with Ann and wear our, She uh, would
2: love that. She would love that. Date. And talk about sex. Date.
4: I mean Sunday morning chat She would love it. Oh I
2: love it. <laughs> well thanks guys so much. Um and we'll end out the show as we always do. Wit, love you, love your show.
0: I love you. I love your show.
2: Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive.
0: Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at Eat this.com And don't forget to call into the Hey Sis hotline at 866-4-HEY-SIS with funny mama stories or kitchen conundrums of your own.